You know, some weeks I struggle uh, to know what to say in uh, in the podcast. Um, some weeks go by and you get your head down and you're getting on with things and, and, and there isn't a lot that that, that breaks up the week and, and aside from looking at a few things in the news you're really, you're really thinking well actually there's not been a lot of drama in my life this week um, and yet this week I'd got a full list of things to consider and talk about you know a couple of days in uh, such was the way the week had gone and such were the things that had, had hit me so um, we'll crack on and I'll try and cram it in without going ridiculously over on on time. Um, and with that in mind, let's have a bit of that, that twangy guitar. Monday. I have two abiding memories uh, of the Twin Towers. Um, I'm not going to talk about 9-11 the day because everybody has recollections and everybody probably knew, knew where they were and everybody probably can remember what screen they were watching the events unfold. But I have two two uh, memories of the Twin Towers and, and one uh, is, is before 9-11 and one's afterwards. Um, on the 26th of July, uh, 1998, um, I went up one of the towers. And the reason why I remember the date so well is that it was uh, also um, our first wedding anniversary. Uh, and we were in New York and we made the decision to have um, what was the trip that was planned for the honeymoon. We made the decision to have it on our first wedding anniversary. So we were doing a fairly whistle-stop um, tour of the US and we were happened to be in New York for the middle weekend and that's when that's when our anniversary um, fell and so we were um, we we went up one of the towers I think it was the south tower um, on, um, on the Sunday uh, because it, I'm sure it fell on a Sunday that year and because it fell on a Sunday that the, it was relatively quiet um, the normal hustle and bustle that would have gone on with the building wasn't going on because obviously people weren't working in the building so it was only really tourists and I remember walking through the foyer um, and I'm, I've, I've got a, a recollection that we had to go up an escalator to get to um, the, the the lifts uh, that would take us to the to the top and we had to go through a security check and I absolutely I can remember the face of the security guard because we were chatting to him as we went through and he was a really really nice guy uh, and I remember him vividly and I remember um, going through that empty foyer and then getting going towards the the, the, the lifts being whistled up at ridiculous speed um, to the summit and then being at the summit of the tower and being told um, by somebody that the the, the buildings were uh, designed to move to move in the um in in uh, you know in in the wind effectively or you know with 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 the pressure of the of the weather because had they been too static and stiff they they would essentially have fallen down so they needed to, they needed to flex uh not not necessarily sway but flex but there was a definite sensation when you were at the top you could you could sense there was movement there it was quite a it was quite a weird sensation um 
you know, being there, being so high up. I mean, you were looking down on aircraft, um, and you know, and and, and the, the definite sensation they were they were moving. So, and it, and I, I often thought then, as nine eleven then happened, and one of the things that I thought about, you know, actually kind of on the day or around about the day itself, was was about that security guard because we'd had the conversation and it'd been um you know just just somebody that had been there and making the the day um special um and he must have seen tourists every single day but his attitude and he was so welcoming and he was so helpful and i just thought wow i I wonder if he was on duty that day i wonder what happened to him you know and and you couldn't help but think that he might not have even worked there i don't know um my second recollection was uh, I went to New York I was in New York on the second anniversary of 9-11 I went I'd been on a trip um, it was Fender of all people the guitar people had, had invited me along on a trip and I'd been over to a presentation um, over in in New York and, um, <clears throat> and and we were in the we were in the city on on the day itself and and it was remarkable because we'd been there a couple of days I think I'd been for three days uh, or three nights or whatever and the, the first the first couple of days New York had been New York it had been exactly how you expect New York, you know just just full-on 24-7 just the exact New York experience and then on the morning of of of, uh, of 9-11 itself the city took on a total different atmosphere uh, it, the city just went quiet the city went into mourning and didn't start to pick up and become New York again until um, and, until af- in, in, until through the afternoon. So when the initial um, memorials had, had gone off in, t- in line with the timing, timings of when things had hit certain buildings and what have you, then then the city through the afternoon started to to return to its normal self. But it was it, it was like it was like something had been thrown over the city for those few hours in the morning, and it felt a, a very different place. And and while we were there on that trip. We went to Ground Zero, uh, and I remember I remember vividly walking down, and it was just New York, and it was all the kind of noise and what you'd expect. And as you got closer, you crossed the road over to where to to, to where um, you know Ground Zero was, and I don't know whether it was my imagination, but it it it, it two things happened. One, the noise disappeared; it instantly seemed to go quiet. Which which makes no sense at all, but it, but it just seemed to go quiet, and also it seemed to grow cooler. It was it was as if the entire atmosphere in the place had changed. And while you were walking around the outside, and walking around the space, and you know, and paying your respects and taking in 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 what was going on, and I'd never been, I've never since or before been to somewhere where. There clearly had been a loss of life, and it had been a, it had been a horrific and a violent loss of life, and and it and and it permeated the atmosphere, and and I, and I was with a colleague, and we walked around, and we spent a few moments. Um, there's a, a there was a, a a piece of twisted metal, like girders, that had, had, had effectively formed into the the shape of a cross, which was which was very very moving. And um, and we both spent a bit of time, and then we walked back up up the street, and didn't talk for quite a few minutes. 
but as we walked back, it was like, again, New York just became itself again. But for that area around, it, 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 felt, it felt totally alien. And it was obvious that that was a, a, you know, a particular place with a particular history. Um, and it carried that, that scar as you would expect it, expect it to. And of course, the two years on, it still looked like a, it, you know, I don't know what I expected, whether I expected, um, whether I expected sort of, you know, some form of filled in grassed area, this, that and the other. But of course, it wasn't like that. It was, it was, it was this remarkable crater. Uh, and 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 a, and a clear sign that something horrific and sudden and you know violent had uh, had occurred. Um, and so on the twentieth anniversary that we've we've just been through, those are the two things for me that are, are, are my kind of my kind of you know memories, very very distinct memories about about the you know, about the Twin Towers. Tuesday. So, jabs, jabs and more jabs. Um, it, it boosters are on their way. And and looking at the news, it's going to be boosters for everybody over the age of 50, which means I guess I'm going to be offered a booster at some point. I think it's, I think it's six months after your initial jab. So I guess at some point around about November, mid-November, I'm probably going to be invited for a booster. So that's one uh, one thing, and it's I think it's going to be the um, it won't be AZ this time. I think it'll be Pfizer. So that's a different set of circumstances to enjoy. Uh, sorry, side effects to enjoy. Um, jabs number two will be the flu jab, um, which are now flowing through. And I've never had a flu jab, so I'm gonna. But uh, but you know, having broken my kind of seasonal jab. Um, um, you know, um, virginity, I suppose, um, then I, 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 I probably ought to go and have the flu jab and see no reason not to. So at some point, and as they're using a lot of the same infrastructure, so in the, in the village, the village hall, which has been used for the COVID jabs and obviously is now, has nothing like the amount of stuff going on because there's, there's nothing like the amount of COVID jabs going on. It's, they're using the same infrastructure to get as many people through as the flu jab. So I imagine that the take of a flu jab is going to be far higher. Uh, this year and a lot of people will just use the the existing infrastructure and then of course in a move um, that the, doesn't reject scientific opinion but is um, is is moving away from the scientific opinion on vaccinating 12 to 15 year olds um, then um, the government has approved the vaccine rollout a single vaccine rollout for 12 to 15 year olds um, which I imagine my my eldest son will will have. There's, we have no no reason to. Whilst I still have slight issues with the fact that it's not protecting the individual, it's protecting the community. Uh, and why I have very definite issues about the fact that we should be vaccinating the globe um, because this ain't we, this ain't over until it's it's we've, everybody's been done. I see no reason if that's the decision being made and it's been rolled out that that we won't say yes to, you know, to to our eldest son having the vaccine. So in that respect, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm facing a couple more and he's he's facing one as well. Wednesday.
I need to apologise, um, and at the same time, I need to mention Paul Lazinski. Uh, Paul is somebody who listens to the um, the Corona Diaries podcast with uh, with Steve H and myself, and he's also somebody who listens to this podcast, and he's also um, a, a a patron of both, uh, I believe. Um, which is great, and thank you very much to Paul, and also thank you to everybody who supports either or podcast. Um, it's 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 very very um, humbling that people do that, um, and you know, and and I ought to say thank you more than I actually I actually do. Um, the reason why I need to apologise to Paul, and then, in a sense, apologise to everybody is that um, Paul sent me a CD and he sent me his his most recent CD which I've got round to listening to and is really, really enjoyable. Um, and it then prompted me to do a little bit of... Um, I, I didn't know how big a thing it was and this is the reason why I'm apologising. So I, 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 because I've no way of listening to a CD particularly, I put, I, but I have got a CD burner um, attached to my Mac, I, 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 I ripped it to iTunes so I could listen to it. Um, and it went in and I ripped it and what have you and realised that it hadn't brought up any artwork. And so I, I, I searched just to see if the artwork will be available online. And this is the reason for apologizing because that was really, that made the assumption that Paul had produced this CD and that actually, you know, he'd produced 20 of them and sold five of them in his local pub and nobody else had, had uh, you know, that, that would be the extent of this, this CD's, you know, um, journey. And of course, because I'd taken no time to actually find out anything more about Paul or anything more about his um, his output as a musician, when I when I went online and just entered the title of the album, and a whole raft of imagery popped up, and I realised that not only had he produced this album, but he'd produced a ridiculous amount of other material, I just felt completely um, embarrassed as to uh, the extent of his achievement and the fact that I'd taken no time at all to, 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 to even find out anything, anything about him or what he was doing, uh, for which I apologise. But then it brings the next thing, which it made me realise that for all the people who um, you know follow and listen um, to me on, on this or the other podcasts uh, that I'm involved in, that I actually... I, I've not found the time to find out much about any of you. And of course, when you do delve a little bit in, what you find is just an incredible mix, a, a beautiful, rich tapestry of human life uh, and and some warm and you know creative and compassionate and generous of spirit people. And yet, to a certain extent, you very quickly take them for granted, and that's absolute and that's absolutely awful. So, firstly, Paul, thank you because the music's great, and apologies that I've n- it's taken me this long to to recognise the things that you've achieved and what you've done, and apologies to everybody else for whom who who you know has the the the, the good grace 
to to listen to some of the nonsense I get involved in and and for whom I've not actually um in any way shape or form return the compliment by finding out anything like enough about you and the wonderful things that you do uh, I will try harder in future I can't promise to be a lot better but I'm conscious of it now and I will I'll 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 try much harder in the future to to at least make the effort uh, even if I don't actually manage to, you know, get a long way down the path. Thursday. So we had a reshuffle. We had a government reshuffle. Boris has 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 chucked the pack up in the air, messed about with it a little bit, and he's put us effectively on an election footing. So he's uh, he's got rid of the the grossest of the incompetence. Um, and, and I think certainly when we're discussing Gavin Williamson, I, I don't I don't think there's any there's there's any other way of describing it. I was chatting to um, a friend of uh, of mine, somebody I actually work with through the MIA, who who's a he's a uh, works for a political lobbying firm, and he said there'd been a rumour that Gavin Williamson was actually going to be sent to um, Northern Ireland, and nobody, not even the DUP deserve Gavin Williamson so I think clearly that was mooted but then thought better of but we've incompetence has very much gone out the window with the exception obviously well there's a couple not all of it but some of it some of the grossest incompetence all the or let actually it's a mixture of incompetence and unpopular so what isn't liked by the Tory that by the Tory party at large has has effectively been been binned and what is liked by the Tory party at large has 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 been elevated. So, you know, we know Liz Truss is liked by the Tory party at large and she's she's been elevated, though Boris obviously realises she's a competitor uh, and somebody that he'll need to keep half an eye on. Uh, so obviously in the Foreign Office, there's a very good chance he can send her away quite a lot and she won't be around very much. Um, the, um, the Vaccines Minister... Uh, has been moved to education um, and you know that's his vaccine bounce and 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 to be honest when you look at some of the other changes it's clearly people who are designed to do stuff you know goes been moved to try and resolve the issue with the house with, with housing and try and get close to delivering the um, you know delivering the, um, the, the 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 promised three three hundred thousand houses a year so it's it, he's put people into positions I think with a view that they will they will start to deliver on the leveling up agenda which means that we're definitely heading for election within two years Friday of course the other half of the reshuffle um, is that we now have Nadine Doris in a full cabinet position and what this tells us is that if some of the others point towards uh, an election and a delivery of, uh, of of the manifesto promises and levelling up and a hope to keep the red wall uh, votes in place, then what uh, Nadine tells us is that we're still going to be pushing culture war buttons. We're still going to be pushing the war on woke. We're still, as it's probably the last bit of, of the culture war they can still really go at and that plays very well. Uh, I mean, we're flip-flopping around on immigration now. Uh, immigration is not the 
the easy target, the red meat that it once was. And certainly coming out of the situations in Afghanistan, uh, there seems to be a lot of sympathy towards people coming out of that particular part of the world. So immigration isn't the slam dunk that it used to be. Um, and maybe somebody ought to tell Nigel that because it it absolutely doesn't play the way it, it it's not played that way since since the referendum and it's certainly uh, it's certainly whilst there are times when it, it you know it's a, it plays a little better it certainly doesn't play anything like it used to um, and obviously there's no Brexit card to play anymore there's no take back control card to play anymore so. You're really running out of things um, that you can throw out that continue to play. But one of the, of the things that do continue to play, the, 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 this kind of war on woke seems to play well, uh, though I don't quite understand why people feel so fearful of, of, of that, but they, they seem to. So that still plays very well. And the other thing that plays well is kicking the BBC. And of course, if you want to keep that going, then you might as well go with a relatively, you know, well, not relatively, you might as well go with a fairly unpalatable human being to lead that particular charge. And, in, and if you're looking for unpalatable, then Nadine Doris is not a bad choice, um, only because Pretty Patel's already doing something different. So she's 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 over being unpalatable, you know, and, and pushing and trying to still. Um, make a little bit of uh, a little bit of hay with a, with a whole immigration card, and Nadine can now pop in and 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 constantly have a go at woke and constantly or wokeness and have a go at the BBC. So, um, if if one half of the reshuffle or three quarters of the reshuffle is about the next election, then there's still a bit of it that's still about is about pumping out the vitriol and and pressing the culture war uh, button as much as they possibly can. Um, and, and which seems like a, a, a fairly seems like a, a, a fairly kind of aggressive place or a fairly unsavoury place to end the, um, the 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 TFM for this week, um, but I guess it's just it it's just the way, just the way it fell. Um, in other news, it's the first weekend of under nines football fixtures this weekend. Um, I've been and made sure that we've got two two goals that can be assembled for the morning and I shall be covered in white line marker probably about 9.15 in the morning as I get ready to uh, as we get ready to welcome two teams uh, at Honley for the uh, for the first football game so that's that's going to be kicking kicking around tomorrow um, and the weather looks great and we've got the nice bit of you know sort of uh, sort of mid-September uh, weather that's looking fantastic so uh, so I'll, I'll I'll end on that rather than on Nadine Doris. Um, Please take care, please um, stay safe, and I will talk to you all again. If you've enjoyed Therapy for Me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.